to another episode of Maniacal Music Musings. I'm your host as always, Jeremy. And me, I'm just always looking for some homies to smoke with. You know, I'm that <laughs> ocean man just sitting on that cliff waving my dick in the wind. <laughs> I mean, I'm not there to jerk off, just looking for some friends and to break out some of that sweat. <laughs> it's a huge part of me. Now, hush, as I tell you about my co-host. Ooh, my co-host, man. He'll be your Johnny on the spot. Him and his, him with his mutilated lips and his polka dot tail. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to walk down that yellow brick alleyway looking for his shiny diamonds. And he'll find the wizard's place eventually. He will. And when he does, he'll let it rain all over those hoes. Because he's thug wildin' and he likes to leave his bloody bitch dead. Chancy motherfucking grife. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) I realize I I took all the good ones I could use on you, but yeah. (laughs) Welcome to another episode, folks. Once again, that intro was not as smooth as my last two without writing it down, but whatever. It goes. (laughs) And we are joined tonight by, he's been on one of our brackets before, but we've been trying to get him on a regular episode for a long time, and... He's an evening at the movies icon, a Mount Sitmore icon. He is Kevin Stoner. Ooh! Hey, guys. Yes. And I actually asked Casey and Amanda a couple days ago, I'm like, is Kevin Stoner actually a stoner? No. (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) Maybe. Be a, lot, be a lot cooler if you did. Oh, as right, my smoke, right. as my smoke buddy is literally in frame. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, hmm, suspiciouser and suspiciouser. <laughs> Which I mean, I didn't know if it was a name you gave yourself, like as like a actor type name, or if it no, was like no. actually like your birth name. <laughs> more like, more like, thank you, patriarchy. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. The one time it did something right. Uh, yeah. Well, I wish I had that last name. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure. Chancy has too. But oh, my sister has had many men propose to her just for the name. Oh, uh, that actually would be an excuse for me to actually want to take a woman's name. But just saying, it would be. But. My wife want my wife wanted to keep want us to take her name. I was like, "Fuck no!" I'm like, "You're gonna take my name eventually once we get all the paperwork sorted out." But and she finally agreed to it. But I mean, I ain't taking her last name. Fuck that. I don't want to be no Beckstrom. But sounds like a sounds like a name from a freaking sitcom family. But Stoner sounds but, like a name from a Cheech and Chong movie, man. That's a good thing. <laughs> so we are here, of course, to discuss three albums brought to the table. And as the courteous, kind people we are, well, I don't know about Chancy, but um, we are going to start with our guest album, of course. So, Kevin, what album did you bring and why did you want to bring it? I am honestly curious. About 
I brought The Mollusk by Ween because it's a great album full of diversity. picked it because it's the album that inspired spongebob if this album didn't exist spongebob squarepants wouldn't exist note to self go back to 97 and kill ween okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the, the members were friends with uh steven hillenberg and uh if you listen to lyrics in it even if you listen to the first song off it it's straight up spongebob and patrick before they even existed in that first song I kind of could hear it. I kind of could hear that, I guess. But well, it's not Tom Kenny, and it's not uh, Bill oh, ob- ob- Obviously, but uh, well, I mean, eh, it, well, Chancey, why don't you give your review first before I go on mine? I honestly had already enjoyed the album before listening to it for the show tonight because. Uh, when I was younger, I actually came across this album one night while I was hanging out with a group of friends, you know, smoking the devil's lettuce. Allegedly. <laughs> no. Devil's lettuce? What's that? What's that? I don't, I, don't, I don't know what that is. I mean, <laughs> never mind the smoking device in my hand, but... Or the album right. you chose. Well, actually, it wasn't my choice. It was my friend's choice. He's like, dude, you need to listen to this. And I was like, all right. And he started right off with the mutilated lips. And I was just like, drifted out. It was just something I could space out on and listen to. And yeah, dude, I loved the album. I I was stoked when I, when, when I found out that he was bringing it on. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, it's. It's funny because I believe it was our guest two weeks from now who actually almost wanted to bring the same album on, but I was like, uh, somebody chose it first. Oh, uh, oopsies. That's funny. (laughs) Well, apparently you got somebody else with some great taste. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, (laughs) I mean, I feel like I've heard of Ween. I know I've heard the name. It just, I never actually listened to anything they've done. I never knew who the hell they were. Well, there's and at least one song I'm sure you heard off this album. I was going to say, oh, not just this album, but I know there's one song by Wayne that I know for a fact he's heard since he's a big pop culture junkie. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. But, well, what's that one song since it's on this album? But, Jancy. Kevin. What? Kevin. You said there was an album or a song off this album he would know. Oh, Ocean no. Man. Most people have heard Ocean Man. I haven't, but oh. Jancy, you, My- said there, you said there's you said there's another song that you think I've heard that that's not on this album. Yeah, it's uh, from the episode of South Park when they do Chef Aid, because oh. Ween is actually Ween's actually a part of Chef Aid. If I'm not mistaken, I think the song they perform is uh, Homo Rainbow. I'd have to watch the episode again. It's been a good 15 years since I've seen that episode. 
they they don't show the episode. I mean, I don't watch cable anymore anyway, but they 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 never show the old episodes on cable anymore. It's always like the newer episodes, but. But all right, I'll have to watch that episode again then, and we might we'll get to that eventually in our other show we're starting eventually. But so yeah, I pressed play on this album today. I didn't listen to this album first today because I wanted to listen to Chansey's first because I wanted to go with a band I kind of know about to back to a band I don't know nothing about to then my amazing CD. But so I hit play and I was just like, <laughs> at first I was like. Okay, what the hell is this? <laughs> it starts off so fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, a few tracks down the road, I'm like, this reminds me of dog fashion disco if they stayed in like one genre for a whole CD. Like, it's obviously why I got out of it. Like, when I was like, this reminds me of dog fashion disco, like Chansey's favorite band. That's uh shared out our stories and liked our stories on instagram before but it's because they're awesome uh, oh they are but i mean i gotta say Ween was not horrible i mean i definitely could enjoy a lot of their music and i it made me laugh a lot which was amazing i mean i like any band that makes me laugh commonly so it was it was it was was a good album i can't say it wasn't i mean i've definitely heard worse in the show that's for damn sure well the thing about their albums is it's usually like a some great stuff shit mixed with some filler shit and there's always something that'll vibe with some people sometimes the filler shit vibes very well with some some people and not at all with other people well i'll have to listen to some more of their stuff eventually if it gets brought on the show but i, I did country album you. next by them oh motherfucker we don't do no sister fist music on this show but they have a they have a country album and it's the only country album i Which... listen to which I shouldn't say that because we actually might have a country star coming on the show pretty soon. So I should watch my mouth. But that's not my personality at all. So we're not going to do that. But I did enjoy the CD. And my top five will kind of show that. I would, I do have no honorable mentions for this or for Chansey CD, I will say. But for my, for my, for my CD, of course I do. But, um, well, Kevin... Why don't you give us your top five since it's your album? Okay, start with honorable mentions. Yes, please do. Okay, number one honorable mention. Uh, number one honorable mention. You want to learn how to tie your shoes? It's a very easy thing to do. You the loop and shoes are looking cool. Go over and back, left to right. That song that was in the episode of SpongeBob that was by Ween. That's not in this oh, album. Uh, but no, uh, number one honorable mention is uh, I'm dancing in the show tonight because it, you can straight up hear the inspiration for SpongeBob and Patrick in that song, and it's ridiculous as hell. And I got to listen to that one of that, if you say that, because I that wasn't the one I was thinking about. So I got to listen to that one. But I did like that. I did. I'm not going to lie. I did like that song. It was just too fucking weird for me to put on my list. Well, it's got like the hype. You're all around. You're all stop. Yeah, you lose voices. I don't know the lyrics, so I can't sing it. I want that shit memorized. And then the other honorable mention is uh, "Cold Wind." Cold blows the wind because it's one of their kind of country songs. Because they're like a band that can do country music uh, that I actually like. Like I said, they have a whole album full of country songs that I love. 
well they do also it's also like comedy shit because as you can tell they're a comedy album so one of the songs on that album is uh well you can piss up a rope you can do the pissy dribble you can piss up a rope and watch me giggle that was the best fucking yeah any, any, what piss up it was piss up a rope yeah i remember that song now that you mentioned it i saw them live and that was the most energetic most intense thing i have ever experienced at any concert ever literally the entire fucking auditorium was singing along to that song at the top of their lungs it was so intense (laughs) interesting but uh, number five is Waving My Dick in the Wind, because I, I just have to have that on there. It's such a ridiculous song, and I can't... <laughs> it's it's catchy. It's just... It's Waving My Dick in the Wind. Come on. Right. Uh, number four is It's Gonna Be Alright, or It's Gonna Be Alright. Right. It's a uplifting, great production. The vocal airing done in that song, it's it's just peaceful. It just puts you in a good mood. I just love that song. And uh, number three is The Mollusk, the name of the album song. That was a good damn good song. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. It's it's just, you hear it, it's just your, it's, it's like a mystical experience almost. Right. And it's just a journey about a kid finding a clam on a beach or something but well, i mean we all we all go to beaches looking to hope and find clams you know yeah there's also a spongebob reference in it uh oh i wanted to research it and put it in my notes beforehand but uh uh the mollusk lingering uh, the mollusk lingers with its wandering eye uh mind your mind your wandering eye you mollusk in the dreaming episode of spongebob there's so many spongebob <laughs> correlations to this album Ah, <laughs> uh, number two is mutilated lips because it's catchy as hell and it's fun to sing along with and it sounds cool. And uh, number one is the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, the original Ocean Man. Take me by the hand, lead me to the land that you understand. <laughs> <laughs> We actually we had some close ones, but not that many mat we had none matching. But let's see what chance he has in his top five, and I'm dying to hear it. So actually, uh Kevin and I matched with our our number one honorable mention, uh dancing in the show tonight. Nice. Uh number five for me was I'll be your Johnny on the spot. Uh Number four was the Blarney Stone. <laughs> I fucking I, I I was like I'm listening to it, and all of a sudden that song came on. I'm like, wait, what the fuck's happening? I'm so wait. glad that song made it on a list. I'm like, wait a minute, wait, this is where we ended up. Fucking, this is going. Then this is going on the list. And then of course, naturally, number three is waving my dick in the wind because for fuck's sake, I mean, it's hilarious. Uh, number two was the mollusk, and uh, number one was mutilated lips because of mostly it, I would have probably had it be uh, two be mutilated lips and number one be the mollusk if I hadn't have had that experience with mutilated lips like when I was growing like in high school and shit like that. Yeah, the first song you connect with is always the one you that will be the most 
the the best to you because it's just your most nostalgic one. For sure. That does ring true. That does ring true, and you'll see why in a minute. But yeah, I mean, yeah, the the Blarney Stone song, like, it was great in the beginning, and then like halfway through, I'm just like, all right, this guy's voice has pissed me off now. <laughs> they have a lot. A lot of their songs actually work that way. Like uh, "Voodoo Lady," which is a really awesome song off another one of their albums, follows the same style as a lot of their songs go, where it's just a freaking awesome, amazing to listen to song for the first like three quarters of it. Then, like the last quarter of it, they just like get really abrasive synths or really harsh vocals or something, and they just really fuck it up at the end. I, think, I don't know why. <laughs> Which means it's my time for my top five, and I ain't got honorable mentions, like I said, but my number five was Mutilated Lips, because I do love that song. Like, that was a damn good song. Mm-hmm. Number four was Polka Dot Tail, which I'm surprised no one else had in their list, because that song is fucking hilarious. That the yeah, it's funny. Weird one. It made me think something. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, no. I was thinking of Pink Eye on My Leg. Like, if anybody mentioned yeah, Pink, Pink Eye, Eye on My Leg, was like, that was <laughs> fucking crazy. If one of you guys had that, I'd wonder what the hell you were on. Well, what chance? You never know. But <laughs> number three was I'll Be Your Johnny. I'll Be Your Johnny on the Spot. Because as soon as I saw that title in the freaking list of songs, I was looking at the album, I'm like, Huh? <laughs> like, is this about some golden showers and some uh, scat play here? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but it just, like, that's what I thought when I saw the title immediately. And it kind of was about that in a way. But. And then number two was Ocean Man, because Ocean Man is fucking incredible. I did love that song. Such a great song. I kinda... they, should, they, should, they should make that the theme song for the next Aquaman movie. <laughs> that's what I think. Or it should be the theme song for that uh, villain from the first episode of the last season of Rick and Morty. What's his name? Is it... <laughs> Mr. Nimbus. Yeah, it should be Mr. Mr. Nimbus. Nimbus. <laughs> like when he's when he's humping away in his fucking wannabe Aquaman Namor suit. Like that should be his fucking song. But and of course, number one for anybody who knows me, he's gonna know this already. My number one had to be waving my dick in the wind. Because well, naturally, naturally, so many nights drunk in a field in college, just standing there after pissing, just drunk and not caring, and letting your dick wave in the wind. Like it's just that great feeling when you're drunk. It's like ah, uh, freedom. And then if you're lucky, there it might be waving around some girl's face at the same time. But we'll see. But but yeah, so that one was definitely nostalgia for me. Like it was just college days pure brought back in my mind i was like oof, oof, i can de- i could do this i could do this like that song is fucking amazing that song actually got hearted on spotify to go into my playlist always <laughs> so nice and i think i might play that next time i have a little bit of a fun afternoon tonight afternoon delight with my wife like i did the other day during work yeah gotta love working at home but and when the kids are in school oh it's heaven Though the dog's kind of whining on the other side of the door the whole time, but whatever. <laughs> but so those are my top five, which I I did enjoy the CD immensely. I did enjoy the CD, and I'm definitely gonna be re-listening to it sometimes because they always go back into my daily mixes anyway, even if I don't hurt them. So I'll be hearing it along with Dogfish and Disco. I'm pretty sure. 
Yeah, I could give you a bunch of recommendations of their like good songs because, like I said, their albums have like good songs with a bunch of weird songs. Well, I'll have to check. Well, definitely, I'll definitely check them out. And if you ever come back, on, if you ever come back on, uh, if you, if you ever come back on, I'll definitely bring it. But all right, if I come well, on, it's not going to be Ween again. I'm going to pull something else out next time. Well, just don't, just don't, just don't try to show us your dog. Otherwise, Amanda might not watch the show. <laughs> no, my pussy's in the other room. <laughs> Which, oh, there actually is a special reason why I brought my CD, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Let's go with Chansey CD next. Let's talk about the band that everybody that listens to this will probably already know and heard of. Uh, I chose... Yes. Tell us about it, you tool. <laughs> uh, I actually went with uh, Tool, obviously, since, you know, he called me a tool. But I went with the opiate. I don't know. Usually, like, you know, everybody hears about them later on through either, like, Schism or some other album that's newer. But I just like this older... It's dude, I just like the fucking... Pretty much almost all... I mean, all the songs are really good in their own way. I like the fact that some of them are old live songs that they just put on the... Just put onto the album and just played out. And... uh you know, I just did. It's I grew up on it. Like I just, it wasn't my first exposure to them. I had to see. I had to seek this out. I didn't. Like I thought I had all of the albums, and they're like, "Oh no, you gotta get this. You gotta get this one." And I was like, "Oh okay," and I listened to it, and I was like, "Why the fuck didn't I hear this sooner? Like, what's going on here?" It's like almost like if you listen to it, it's like that missing piece to show. It's like when you're first listening to their first stuff and it's like, why are you so fucking angry? And then you hear Opie, you're like, oh, oh, okay, this is why they're angry. This makes sense. Okay, this is the piece you need. Well, so just just to summarize, folks, Chansey went looking for tools because he enjoyed some tools to begin with. You folks can take that however you like. But Kevin, as our guest, you get to go next. What is your review of Chansey's album? Um, so I never actually really listened to Tool over all the years. Um, really? That's cool. Yeah. I, uh, people told me to listen to him over the years. And uh, then I had a several year stint where I actually actively protested them. Fair. Because I was a Spotify listener and he didn't want his music on Spotify. And I'm like, well, then you don't want me to listen to your music. <laughs> so he is on Spotify now. So I did like listen to this on Spotify. And it's just like not really a style of music that still vibes with me. Like it's the vocal style isn't really like my thing. But uh, 
as everybody said over all the years, it's like the so well produced that like the, there's so much talent behind everything behind it. It's just not a style that I would go out of my way to listen to. But it is like a really good album. All right. And well, which brings us to my review. And actually, it's funny. Same thing, Kevin. I was told for years, like, listen to Tool. You'll like them. Well, maybe I would. And yes, a younger me definitely would have loved them. I know that now. A younger me would have been in heaven back in the early 2000s with them. But, I mean, I thank Chancey, though, for giving us such a short city of theirs. <laughs> but, but, I mean, they, they were good. I mean, they sound like every other 90 like a lot of other 90s rock bands out there like they don't have like a unique style i will say but i do i did enjoy i mean i enjoy any of that 90s rock that sounds similar so i mean it's good just if you're if you're at work and someone's got stuff something playing on the stereo and when you're trying to bust it out like that's good music to put on 100 percent. or if you're at the gym and you want to fucking run the treadmill and you need something to like fucking push you i can listen to a tool for that like that'd be good but it's just not something I would have playing in my car when driving down the street. That's for damn sure. And I mean, I play, I blast dog fashion disco and fucking polka dot cadaver all the time down my down the street in my car. So that's, I mean, that's saying something because I blast some weird shit in my car. But you'll fucking get some, you'll get some chloroform girl, and then you'll get the fucking a song from Moulin Rouge soundtrack next after that. So my playlist is weird, but mm-hmm. but overall, I did enjoy the album. And the fact that it was so short did help out, help out. And some of the songs were actually pretty good. I did like them. So that's basically how I felt about it. I, <laughs> I, I could take it or I could, you know, just leave it sitting there in the store and not buy it like ever. But, <laughs> but Nancy, your CD, what are your top five? Uh, well, I mean, since there's only six album, uh, six uh, tracks on the album, I've went with you know isn't there seven six oh i miscounted see you're no you're including the hidden track on this on the end of the sixth uh track ah so i I didn't think i was like it's schrodinger's number it's both six and seven indeed um oh you're right so like bonus track aside bonus track is just i love the it, it, it's on its own like it automatically goes to the front of the line above and beyond any other song cuz it's hilarious but uh as far as the tracks themselves go uh my honorable mention was uh jerk off uh number You're 5 <laughs> number 5 was uh part of me uh, four was cold and ugly. Three was sweat. Uh, two was hush, and uh, one was opiate. Oh my god, we match on something. Opiate was a great song, just in general. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is. Same thing with hush, though. Hush is fucking an amazingly underrated song. Like, just that, just the first verse that I can't say what I want to, even if I'm not serious. Like. I've been there. It'd be a good theme song if they were to do an actual Batman movie with Hush in it. 
it'd be a good theme song for the movie, but play it all dark and slow like they do for all the Batman stuff, but but all right, well that's Chancey's top five for his own album. Kevin, what were your top five for Chancey's album since you're the guest? Uh so honorable mention was uh Cold and Ugly Live because imagine being at a concert wearing a Bob Marley shirt, just getting kicked out because the band's like, yo, kick that Bob Marley looking motherfucker, get get him out of here. That Bob Marley wannabe motherfucker out yeah. of here. Yeah, usually so when usually when somebody gets removed from one of their their shows, there usually is a reason for it. Like somebody did somebody something to somebody in the crowd or like somebody threw something or like somebody actually went up on stage one time and he knows like Brazilian jiu-jitsu and like judo and shit. And like the guy went up to give him a hug and he judo tossed him, put him in a fucking like not a rear naked choke, but like basically had him in the choke wait, like, you know, just waiting for him to struggle or try to fight. So he could just waiting for security to come up and get this guy. Cause some dude came up on stage and fucked around and found out that, oh, hey, Maynard knows jiu-jitsu, or Brazilian jiu-jitsu anyway. That'd be fucking crazy and awesome at the same time, because, you know, like, being flipped is an intense experience in and of itself, because, like, first you're on your feet, and now all of a sudden you're on your back, and it's like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Music and a show. Right? Uh, so my number five is Hush because the chorus was I like the chorus of it or and whatnot. Uh, uh, sweat because of the breakdown at two minutes and twelve seconds. That was a great breakdown that uh, I really liked. Uh, number three is Jerk Off because I just imagine him jerking off on stage the entire time, like shoot you myself, come shot. <laughs> no, no, Kevin. He's not odorous, ungrous, and Chancey's face with his codpiece. What? I went to a guar show, and uh, the lead singer, the former lead singer, had a codpiece. And, like, part of their gimmick is covering people in, like, fake blood, whether it be human or alien. Mm-hmm. And if he, ha- if, he, if he brought the codpiece along on tour, also fake semen. Oh, and he's telling uh, in like an inside joke piece about how I was the tallest guy. I was in the third row, and the only chick in the first row was like two people in front of me, and it was her and her boyfriend, and they were both like five foot three, or five foot or whatever. But I'm like over six foot tall, so inherently speaking, while he's covering her in this fake gel shit, whatever, I'm all like. It's not real. This isn't happening. It is not real. This is not real. This is not real. This is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. I'm. I just gotta go with it. So now it's Tool doing that. Uh, no, Guar. It was. No, Guar no I, I know you said that, but I'm just saying that me listening to Jerk Off. That's what was going through my. Oh head. fuck yeah! Right. That'd be intense. Yeah. So number two is part of me because I liked it because it was a more mellow one. So I ended up liking the song more than the others. Uh, nice. It wasn't as hard. Uh, number one is Opiate. because it's, it's actually like a great song. 
the breakdown at 230 is great. And uh the the satanic ecstasy lazy boy fucking piss lighter doors kicks in at the end and I that fucking secret that that's the bonus track, yeah. Yeah, that's the bonus track. I had a friend once who it's took like, some acid. It's like Jim Morrison had a fucking acid trip and recorded it or something. Right. Breaks into a whole different band at the end. It's a great it's fucking great. Well, my top five, and there's no honorable mention, it's just top five. My number five was part of me, because I did enjoy that song, but it got pushed down the list. Number four was Sweat, because that was a damn good song. It had some damn good riffs in it and everything else. Like, I did enjoy that immensely. Number three was Hush, because I did like that song. I mean, they all kind of run together in my head at this moment, because I, that was the first thing I listened to, and they all sound do sound a little similar, but... Number two was Jerk Off, because why not? And because it would have been number one, but number one had to be fucking Opiate, because Opiate's the best song, it's the title track, it's the best song on the fucking EP. We all tied. Yay, shots all around. Or It's a sweep. Yeah. That's funny. Oh yeah, just so you know, Chancey, in the musicals episode of Bracket Bastards that we recorded last weekend, um... Since it doesn't come out to January, let's just say I took your job as this as the sweep announcer. That's cool. And I may have laid the ground for something we're doing on M cubed eventually that you're not gonna like, but Nah you told me. <laughs> but you'll have to hear a few of that is. But all right. Well, I mean we talked about our tool for long enough, I think. I mean, well, I don't ever think it's long enough. Just ask Vanessa. But are we um, in our tools? Seriously, we are weens and t- weenie tools. Are weens in our tools? Okay, ain't no one ever called mine a weenie tool. That just sounds wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying. But but now, it's time we go talk about a classic. A classic that came out in the early 2000s, and it actually is a continuation of something of a of a song off an album Chancey brought on many many weeks ago. Which hmm. we are, of course, ladies and gentlemen, talking about as usual. My CD, and my CD, of course, was. I was trying to think with Kevin. I'm like, I almost brought some Weird Al Yankovic into this bitch oh, just because that, that would have been great. I know. <laughs> I almost did. I almost did. But I'm just like, no, that seems like a fucking too easy at out. Like, <laughs> I got I got to find something that matches with this. And, like, I sent Kevin a message asking him, like, what music he likes and what he won't like. And then he didn't answer me. See, time. I was yeah. hanging out with somebody. If you would have had me a chance, if you would, I had a whole message typed out and part of it was no ICP. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really funny that the one you said, I didn't actually message you saying that. I ended up deleting the whole thing. I should have hit send. <laughs> oh, well, that's even better. <laughs> oh, this, dude, you, that's the drop. That's the <laughs> fucking drop right there. But that's getting so, ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself there. <laughs> oh, my but, uh, God. That's the greatest thing ever. So, <laughs> technically, I didn't bring ICP, technically. 
I no, know, technically, I, but you, you, know, you brought half of them. But, I mean... Well, well, I brought David Burns, but I didn't bring the talking heads. Right? Well, for, well, for, for all fans out there, if you haven't figured it out yet, I brought Violent J's Wizard of the Hood, which is a full album continuation of the one song from Carnival Carnage, which Chansey previously brought in the show. Violent J said to himself one day, he just started smoking weed finally because he was having panic attacks on stage and he needed to do something to calm himself. So he started smoking weed with Twisted like every fucking day. And he he just thought to himself, you know, I've always wanted to expand on that Wizard on that uh, Wizard of the Hood. Or not, it wasn't called Wizard of the Hood. I forget, I forget what the original track was called, but uh, oh. No, what the hell is it called? I don't even remember now. But you should have sent it to me so I would have known too. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I mean it's. Uh, it, what, you remember what it's called, Chancy? I'm trying to. Rem- well, what what song is the song that is on your album? Well, no, the, the whole the whole album. The whole album is oh. There, there's a song on Carnival Carnage. I think it's called The Wizard, or I think it might just be called The Wizard, but. It's Either that or it's the Ghetto Freak Show. No, no, no. I think it's just called The Wizard because the song is about him like going to like basically a Wizard of Oz ripoff. It's, yeah, I know. I think that's why I think that's why I think it's why it's Ghetto Freak Show because it's not Ghetto Freak Show. I know Ghetto Freak Show by heart. It's not Ghetto Freak Show. Ghetto Freak Show is a commentary on um, just life in America. Trust me, I know Ghetto Freak Show. That's it's called. Oh, it is called Wizard of the Hood. So it's called the same. It's called the same as the CD is. I didn't think it was, but huh. it's just called. It's just called Wizard of the Hood. It's a, basically like a song about him going to Oz. But they, he decided to bring it into a whole CD, and he brought like all his label mates along to do it with them. And they actually performed this whole CD live at the Gathering of the Juggalos like five six years ago. And like I wish I could have been there because it must have been amazing to see it live. They all wore the costumes and everything, but. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. But I wanted to bring this because, one, I know a little something about our friend Kevin that Violent J can relate to. And let's just say they both like to wear certain costumes. <laughs> That's true. That Ke- That's true. Because Violent J agreed to be a furry to, help, to support his daughter. So... And I, I may have happened to mention to me once that Kevin is the same, likes to have this as the same hobby. So, oh yeah, I post and I, stuff on Facebook sometimes. Yeah, I've seen you in your owl costume, like you're in fucking uh, Sly Cooper. But, <laughs> but yeah, I or uh, yeah, it's, it's Sly Cooper, right? Yeah, with the owl. Yeah, but so that's part of the reason I brought it. And then like I also asked like the question of Kevin's friends, like, is he actually a stoner? Because you can't listen to this CD and not be a stoner because it makes it all the better when you're high <laughs> for the CD. But 
Like I used to get stoned while delivering pizza so often, listening to the CD on repeat. Like it was just my smoke, one of my smoking CDs for a long ass time. But so I immensely enjoy the CD always. Like it's the fact that it's violent Jeremy first started smoking weed and like he stopped being as angry as he used to be. I mean, he still gets angry, but his music, but like this music is like him at his happiest. So did he turn into Mellow J? Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> but passive Kevin... aggressive J. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he, 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 he has turned into that. I mean, ever since Twisted, ever since Twisted left the label, but and took everybody else with him. But Gavin, what do you think of the CD? I liked Insane Clown Posse, huh? <laughs> <laughs> So I mean by I was getting ahead of myself earlier because it was actually like not something I go out of my way to listen to, but there was some actually really good music in it. Uh other thoughts is it seems like at the end of each song he just like ex he like his record breaks on the chorus and it just loops the chorus at the end of the song each time. Well, I mean, the whole album just kind of run together, too. That's kind I of know. Cool. That was just a, not- a running theme I noticed while I was listening to it, is at the end of each album, we just loop the chorus like like 20 times. Uh, not that it was bad. I still It was great listening to it. It's just a reoccurring thing I noticed. Um, but so uh, another part of my opening thoughts on this is... Uh, uh, FWA furry weekend Atlanta FWA down in Georgia. I I went on a drive down and went to that furry convention and I was in the lobby. Pretty sure it was that one. I was in the lobby with one of my friends and then all of a sudden he just like freaks out and I'm like, what, what? He's just like looking behind me. I look behind me and I'm like, I don't know what he's looking at and I'm, I don't know what's happening. He's like, that's Violent J right there. I'm like, who's who's, who's Violent J? He's like, Insane Clown Posse. And as soon as he said that, I knew exactly who he was talking about because like most furries know about Insane Clown Posse member having a daughter and him being cool with it and actually getting a suit and everything. So I was like, whoa, shit. And then I saw the face and it's like the face he has on the suit and he's like 10 feet away from me. And it's like, oh shit, that's cool. But I didn't want to like impede on him, especially since I'm not a fan or anything. So there was nothing I could really like say it because like I respected him. It's just, oh, fuck, cool. So I backed away and then like not even five minutes later, there's just like an army of people surrounding him. Just so many fuck, just the entire lobby pretty much just surrounded him after like five seconds after that. So furries are juggalos. Good to know. Good to know. Because I mean, I. I mean, I've seen I've seen some furry videos online back in the day, and like, it always seemed like interesting, fun, but it just seemed like way more work than it's worth. I ain't no juggalo. <laughs> Who are you calling a juggalo? <laughs> I said most. I didn't say at all. Thank you, but but yeah. <laughs> and actually, Chancy may have noticed before he gets to his review that the first the, the first line of one of the songs is actually a complete Esham ripoff. Which I think is when Eshram and Volunteer's feud started. But Chancy, 
I'm dying to hear this. What did you think of the album? I mean, I was surprised to find out that it came out when it did because it like I was listening to it. So like Casey and I were listening to it on the like going about out and about going shopping today, and. Like once I mean like I, I like okay like you get started into it it's like okay this is a story like a Wizard of Oz story like from hell <laughs> and then I mean I don't know I had to listen to it like I don't know four or five times because I kept having a problem with uh a lot of the songs, like, not necessarily sounding the same, like, the running together theme kind of happened a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I would I would space out the looping chorus at the end, and the next thing I know, I'm into another song. I'm like, oh, fuck. Wait, which one is this one? Oh, fuck, I gotta... Oh, fuck, I'm gonna have to listen to this when I get home so I can put it on the list. But I was able to come up with a list of five. And fucking, you know... <clears throat> I mean, it was. It really, I mean, it wasn't bad, but like, I definitely. It's one of those things where you like you re- kind of almost realize that you know, you know, ICP's a lot better when they're both together than not. Well, I mean, this is actually the first of three Violent J solo albums because Shaggy did three of his own solo albums too. Right. But I mean, it wasn't me. Somebody down on the counter. It wasn't me. You <laughs> can have it on this, we were both butt naked, banging on the bathroom floor. I, I mean, I, I, I imagine my surprise, you know. Uh, he, he made a killing off of that record. <laughs> Is that the shag you're talking about? No. no. I didn't think so. Sh- I didn't Shaggy. Have- <laughs> I was like, what? There's no way that's going to be in trouble. Shaggy, nah. We're talking about Shaggy Too Dope, who was JCW heavyweight champion for a long time. Oh, man, that's fucking funny. But gotcha. no. I mean, gotcha. I, I mean, and the fact that the, the fact that the CD starts, Chancey, especially with the freaking. Singing a crack house, earning my pay, which is a straight ripoff of how Eshom started his first album. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. That's why I was like, "Wait a minute, is this a cover?" No, it's not a cover. But no, I, I was in the ICP when I bought this album, and like, I was at Fye just looking through CDs and shit, and I came across this one. And I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "Violent J did a solo album." And I'm like, and I started listening to it in the preview thing in FYE, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, it's a ripoff of Wizard of Oz. I gotta fucking hear this shit. And like, it actually did. Like, I think I was stoned out of my mind at the time too. But as I usually was, I went to the mall. But yeah. I mean, it's a it's a stoner album. That's clearly what it is. It's just a stoner album because it's just hilarious. And the original version of the CD has two different end tracks, but I'm not sure which I like better. Honestly, I can't think. I can't. I can't. I can't choose the original or original two bonus tracks or the new two bonus tracks, but and yeah, I mean so 
my top five, and I mean, I love that Twisted plays the Scarecrow and the Tin Man, and that Blaze Dead Homie plays uh, the Lion, and that, like, at the end, it's Shaggy. Like, I would have loved to see, I've seen pictures of them all in costume at the fucking, like, Gathering of the Juggalos, and I would love to be able to be there to see that shit. Like, if they ever did it again, that'd be amazing. So are those other vocalists like the other members of ICP? No. Shaggy Too Dope, the other the other singer of ICP, the other rapper of ICP, was the wizard himself. But, um, but the other ones the other, they're, they are rappers who who Violent J and Shaggy signed to their label Psychopathic ah, Records back, nice. back in the early, back in the late nineties. So gotcha. They're no longer they're, none of them are, none of them are on the on the label anymore. The Twisted formed their own label back like five six years ago, and all the early all the other kind of artists kind of jumped ship with Twisted, but. Which just tells you some shit, but we're not going to get into that. But, but my top five, and yes, I had nine. I mean, four honorable mentions. Nine honorable <laughs> oh. mentions. Uh, there's nothing that many songs for the FCD, but there was four honorable mentions, and the honorable mentions are "Let It Rain" because that, in- I mean, that intro is hilarious. I guarantee you it's Chancey's number one. <laughs> Like just watching the crackheads fly by, like that shit always cracks me up. It's like crazy. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> you gotta love, yeah, I love when they invent words. But and my next album mention is Thug Wyland because I do love that fucking song so much, but it just got pushed down by so many other good songs. <laughs> and I mean, it's Blaze Your Dead Homie. He, he's the most gangster of them all. So like hearing him rap is always like you actually get the feeling like it's could be a scary situation like with that shit but but i love the whole fucking time in thug wyland when like it, the lion is holding them up at gunpoint and they're like it, and then like violent j turns around he's like you ain't have a gun <laughs> like <laughs> like that that part i was actually die laughing but that was funny it's like i know you think the wizard can get me one <laughs> but, <laughs> the next album I'll mention is my shine because i actually never heard my this one or the next one before because I never heard this version of the CD. These are two new tracks. So My Shine is actually a good song. Like it's a very motivational pick me up song. Like so I actually was like, damn, I could appreciate this. And then my last number I'll mention had to be Bloody Bitch Dead. Because, you know, just some Friday nights and after high school and college where, you know, shit happens and you gotta just try to hide a body. I felt like I was listening to that old Eminem song where he was like had his daughter in the car. And he's like, "It's okay, honey. We just gotta get to. We got. It's okay, mommy's sleeping. Sleeping now." We we just did funny that a couple, would, a couple months ago. It's funny you would say that. Actually, like I said, I was playing this album while Casey and I were out shopping, and she literally was like, "Is this like some bad Eminem album or something?" <laughs> And I wasn't going to say anything, but since you since you brought that up, Kevin, <laughs> I could not not bring it up at this point. <laughs> oh, great. my God. That's hilarious. I cannot believe you said that. That's fucking awesome. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I mean, it's better than any album Eminem ever did because Eminem doesn't do concept albums. But, but yeah, I mean, I but prefer Bitch Eminem. 
Uh, I don't. I love, but... I love Miss. I grew up on Eminem. His earlier shit, that goofy ass shit that I grew up on that shit. So did I, but I mean, I'll straight up say fuck Slamanus. But Slamanus. Oh, uh, there's yeah. Here, here. ICP has yeah. They had a beef, and he's he just won't let it go. Fuck ICP. <laughs> I'm kidding. I from what I hear, the guy they're, they're cool guys. I, I don't know shit though. Well, my number five was the Wizard's Place because I love that fucking beat in it, like that, like the fucking trumpets player and everything. Like it's a fucking damn good like beat, and I love that. Of course, it's Shaggy, like Shaggy too dope as the fucking Wizard. Like when I first heard the CD, you have no, I had no idea about it. So I didn't know who was gonna be who. Or if anybody else was on, even I, th- I thought it was just Violent J the whole time. But then, as long as soon as he said, "It's like Curtis Shaq Your Dope was the wizard all along," and like it's, it's like he's like Stretch Nuts the name, which actually there's an amazing song. <laughs> there's an amazing uh, song he did on his newest uh, EP, Shaq Your Dope, called Stretch Nuts, and he explains why he has that name. But so, and who doesn't like to be called Stretch Nuts? But Number four was Shiny Diamonds because it's just got like it's got so many funny references in it to like Juggalo culture, like and like when the, when the, oh. actually well, and it's just like I mean diamonds are a huge thing in Juggalo culture. Like it's just like why it's kind of like how the whole carnival idea got started was like yeah in the dream there was a huge diamond floating in the sky, so and like it, it's just a good song for life because like. So he's right. A lot of days are shit, but there's those good days, and that's what makes life worth living. So, like that song to me just hits right on. Like there's certain songs ICP does, it just hits, describes life perfectly. But number three was the Elbert Galloway because him talking to the fucking uh, midgets is funny as fuck. Him talking, oh, something to my midgets, but um. But yeah, the fucking, the fucking him talking to the midgets is funny as fuck. And then like after they explain, always like, well, I guess I'm dancing with y'all. Like that's just a, that shit makes me die laughing when I'm stoned. It's like, but yeah. So, I mean, he all forgot it was a funny fucking song. And then my top two songs, they were gonna be my top two the whole time. It was debating which one's first is what took me like the longest time today. But number two is what you thinking about. Because, like, I love, like, that slow, like, almost country, like, beat to it. But, like, it's just, like, it's trippy as shit. <laughs> I love it when volunteers like, titties, they're all shapes and sizes. It's too bad there's not one in their back. Because when you hit in the dog style, you can suck on that. Like, <laughs> like I love that fucking line. <laughs> like I've used that, I've used that in like so many fucking random questions and conversations over the years because it's been back in my head. <laughs> but like, if someone actually in my old job, if someone actually asked me like, "What are you thinking about?" I'd be like, "I, I would use that as act for like line for line." <laughs> they just look at me like, "What the fuck? <laughs> What's just, wrong with you?" Oh, I get. I'm sure everybody thinks about me every day, regardless. But. But I mean, and the fact that, and the one part about it is like, Blaze Your Dead Homie, and they're all like, Blaze Your Dead Who? And it's funny because Blaze Your Dead Homie is like in the next song. But, and he's like, Where I'm from, it's cool. 
Like, like uh, I, I lost. And of course, you got love that they mentioned like wrestling and that shit because they're all huge wrestling fans. They like JCW was a thing at every gathering. Violent J and Shaggy were both JCW champions for a long time. But and the first, my number one song, and this is the song that most juggalos and most people that love ICP love off this album is "Homies to Smoke With," because it was kind of like a, a juggalo homies. 2.0 like like I don't need a brain I don't need anything I just need some homies to smoke with like I mean yeah it's kind of a simplistic view on life but still it works like and the fact that Scarecrow's thinking it makes, it makes sense that way at least but but yeah I mean just I mean who doesn't want homies to smoke with like I went many years with no homies to smoke with until I found homies to smoke with. So, and then they never last long because stoners are stoners. But still, it's just that's a it's an amazing fucking song like homies to smoke with. Like it's been on so many mixes I made like back in the day when I actually used to make like mix CDs for my car and shit. So, but Kevin, what were your top five? I'm dying to hear this. The top five was the trash bin, which was where it belongs. <laughs> Listen, you want those lips mutilated, you keep talking. Uh, however you want. <laughs> so uh, the honorable, for, uh, first honorable mention was uh, Let It Rain because, uh, because there was a Lazy Boy reference in it, and Opiate ended with a song talking about someone fucking a Lazy Boy, so I saw a crossover, so I'm like, eh. Nice. Hey, a, a, nice. Dealer, fucks his, a dealer fucks some crackheads once in a while when he's horny, so, you know. Probably the Lazy Boy. <laughs> so from what I heard, there were some messy-ass curtains and shit, too. Well, it's a crack house, so, you know. Armchair covers throw pillows and carpet as two by two as well. So the other honorable mention is My Shine and Thug Wyland because they had catchy choruses. And Thug Wyland really should have been on my list because the We ain't safe, ain't no one safe, ain't no one <laughs> my nightmare, nightmare. I don't know the words, but that's stuck in my head fucking eternally now. <laughs> that's okay. My guest, la- my guest my, our guest earlier this week loved my CD, The Choice. And he actually just tweeted at me today saying, like, he can't get the one song stuck out of his head because it's so damn good. So, <laughs> no, that song I did like. And I like the, the, like the part you were talking about with the whole gun bit. And there was some great shit in that song. I, that song really should have been on my list. I made this list quick. I probably, I, if I had another listen through, I probably would have changed some of the orders around, but like maybe put that as number five and put number five as my honorable mention. But number five segue is. Horribly horrifying. That's the one song I didn't put in my list because it's just like, yeah, it's good, but it's not like I don't like the chorus. Uh, yeah, the chorus was whatever, but it was mostly just the fact that it was like a horror spoopy song. I like the vibes yeah. of it. And uh, somebody's watching me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I heard that. Right. Reference. I was like, I was like, ah, Halloween songs. Uh, it was. It felt like a callback. For the fucking bracket episode. <laughs> uh, so That's number, funny. Number four is Yellow Brick Alleyway, because uh, it was it was goofy and the 
uh love the flow of the verses like the verses had really good like flow on it i really like the way it sounded uh three with shiny diamonds it's an upbeat great vibe song you want to be in a good mood listen to that even though i apparently there was like a bunch of references i didn't know in it yeah i mean between that and what you're thinking about like they kind of, they kind of like blend together the references but I uh I couldn't decide between one and two because I had the same first two you had. So <laughs> I apparently went the other way. I went sm- buddies to smoke with for uh for number two. Oh, oops. Yikes. Did you hear that? No. Your porn videos your porn videos playing in the background? Yes. No, sorry. I just accidentally like switched tabs. No, nah, man. Okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, I picked... Uh, there we go. Got it back up. Uh, buddies, uh, Some Buddies to Smoke With uh, was number two because it's catchy as fuck and of course it's all about smoking even though like I don't really like do much cliche stuff with the stoner trope. Like I don't have pot leaves everywhere and everything like that. Like the most stonery thing I have is a road sign that says stoner way up in my doorway but i mean it works out since you know double and tundra oh yeah and i i do love the plant like i love i love weed it's just i don't know what i'm saying but uh (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what you're talking about Maybe it should have been number one. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but number one was what you're thinking about because it's such a smooth song and like everyone has such smooth flow in it. Like and it goes so smoothly between everyone. It's just popping back and forth between everyone. And I, I really like that one. Yeah, well, I'm glad you overall enjoyed it. I mean, I figured you would. But it is a damn good uh it is a damn good album. And like I would never give you like an ICP like classic CD. Like I never would do that. Like it'd have to be like a CD like this where it's like a special thing. But yeah, over all the years, anytime any uh, I in ICP or Insane Clown Posse has popped up on like anything, I it's always just been a skip. <laughs> like I never liked any of it. But like there are some songs on this that I probably would have let play because there's just some that are like nice and mellow and actually like chill on this. Well, I mean, he says right at the beginning of the first song, he's like, this is like, like when he's doing like the like whole intro thing, he's like, this is a smoker CD. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, cause he knows it. It's a stoner CD. But... Yeah, totally. Chancy, let's hear your top five. I'm dying. I'm just dying for it. Dude, seriously, for real though, between the two of you guys, you literally listed my entire list. <laughs> well, like, this is the my, whole album, basically, but well, no, I mean, like my honorable mentions. What you thinking about? Uh, number five is homies to smoke with. Four is yeah, horribly hor. Yeah, four is horribly horrifying. Fucking three is thug wildin'. You've called it dead nuts. Fucking let it rain. Was my number two. <laughs> Chances of like we can't surprise me with the intros being the number one or two. Yeah, I know, not anymore. But of course, naturally, my number one is always the intro. It always will forever be the intro. 
I saw the intro on this album. I was like, okay, well, I got to find four songs. <laughs> you just always pick the intro. <laughs> I, oh, it, it, it didn't. So, like, it started off by accident. Like, I didn't really mean to. It just, I thought it was really fucking cool. And if there's, like, an album that has, like, an intro or, like, short tracks, like, like you know, in like, filler tracks for, like, sound and shit, I will totally put it in my top five. Just fucking... Just because. So if an album just starts and then it just starts playing music, you'd still pick that? Well, like, that's, that's track. Like, so like what you just listed is track one and then track two is the subsequent. Yeah. Tra- yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> track one, track one goes on, on the top five. And then this, you know, maybe if, if, if I think about it, I will be like, also the song that came after it, so they link together. But yeah, it just, it, I don't even remember how it happens. Like it just happened one day that I put the intro on the, on the first one. And like, there was a few of them that were like, just like the short songs or, and then whenever we did like the M&M's, uh, M&M tracks, like I would always throw in the fucking uh, skit songs that was like i did a top five of skit songs oh that that'd be a that'd be a fun list i know right yeah see that's why the last icp album i man listened to it was funny because all the skits are included in songs so he couldn't do that yeah it's it, it's it's getting it's getting more difficult to pull off but it's worth it when i can do it i'm just now noticing the chucky shirt For sure. Oh, Chan- Chancey and Amanda have horror movie shirt like show offs all the time. On oh shows. yeah, it's I'm wearing one right now too. Nicholas Cage's best movie. It's the greatest movie ever. Yeah, even uh, w- even without being Nicholas Cage's best movie, Willy's Wonderland is fucking phenomenal. Yes. Okay. I, I was hoping you were going to say you mean Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Willy's Wonderland. Yes. I got the employee shirt that Nicholas Cage went through about ten of throughout the whole movie without speaking a single word. I know, I know. right? I love that. I love that he didn't say a word that whole movie. It was just it made, it made some my kids watched it with me too. Oh, it's except such a like, good movie. Except, also, for, except for the one except for the one scene. But I'm also a Five Nights at Freddy's like fan too, so <laughs> it's just a double header. So are my kids. That's why they wanted to watch it. But th- my kids were Foxy and Freddy for Halloween. Nice. That's funny. I was I was the marionette a few years ago. Mm, I was man. salad fingers this year from Salad fingers. <laughs> no, 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 nothing like nothing like and some salad. I like but... frosty spoons. Yeah, that's a that's a whole generation beyond my shit. So I don't know. I know who Salad Fingers is roughly, but I I know it's a fucking uh not Rotten Tomatoes. Flash fucking... comic, flash yeah, animation, flash, com- flash yeah, animation, flash, flash animation, and it's now on creepy pasta thing, but. This is before any of that exists. This is before YouTube existed. Oh, I know, I know what the fuck flash it is, but I was on Newgrounds back in the day. Albino but... black sheet. <laughs> and our show just sounded a little bad there, maybe, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, so, Chancy, we are going to be back because we are double heading this week. And we are going to be back on Tuesday live 
with Phil from Yeah uh Podcast. It's the first of two guests from Yeah uh Podcast in a row, which I nice. was on their sh- I was on their show talking paranormal stuff about I don't know two or three months ago, and they and like they they heard a music show and they do deep dives into out al- like classic albums on their show all the time. So they had to freaking they wanted to come on. So this week we got Phil and next week we got Aaron, but. But he is bringing Bad Motor Finger by Soundgarden next on Tuesday. I keep I keep wanting to say next week, but it's going to be three days from now. So, right. But I got a long drive on Tuesday, so I'm fine with that. But oh, I'm Chancy, already done. I'm sure you are. But Chancy, why I, don't you tell what? Why don't you tell him what you are bringing on Tuesday, Chancy? Uh, Static X's is uh Wisconsin Death Trip. Wisconsin. Yeah, she sounded like Topher Grace there for a minute, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Hello, Wisconsin. Uh, wow, it's actually uncanny, but but <laughs> oh, thanks, what? geez, there. Oh, uh, yeah. don't, don't, shit, oh, don't you geez. know? Don't get me started. But which means I had to find an album to bring for next week and. I'm looking through my artists, and I was like, you know what? If we're going to do a freaking, like, 90s, early 2000s rap um, rock show, then I'll bring in Marilyn Manson's Mechanical Animals. Because I wanted to bring Manson on this show for a while, and I finally got the chance to do it, so fuck yeah. So I'm bringing one of my favorite albums he ever did. And I want to bring one of his old ones, and not one of his new ones, because I do, I do love his new ones, but his old ones are just classic. Like, perfectly perfect whole city of rock but that's gonna wrap it up for this week though we had a fun time with kevin Ooh, it was been a fun time so hell yeah and kevin will be on our bracket this weekend when we will or not this weekend um a week from this weekend when we will be recording on saturday night and sunday evening tv theme shows part one and two with part three and four to come next Thanksgiving, because the list I found, <laughs> the the list I found is over 180 TV shows long rank. So, oh goodness, <laughs> yeah, we're setting up the playlist this week this weekend. But okay, because there's some shows on here I never even watched or heard of. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I, some of them I might just listen to as songs because you don't need to know that see, have seen the show for it to like be an awesome song. Oh yeah, I, I mean, oh no, 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 it's a full, it's a full playlist of just theme songs. So is the Bojack Horseman theme on there? The what? The Bojack Horseman theme song? Bojack oh, Horseman. No, <laughs> oh, love the it's theme song not, for that show. It's not. Love the I, theme. Honestly, there are thirty-four songs in each half of the bracket, and I didn't even add anything I wanted to because there's so many on this list that oh i can see that i'm sure there's plenty to choose or plenty already in it that are good so i'm just gonna go i'm just gonna go in the second next year i'll throw in a couple ones from the bottom of the list that are not gonna make it and then that i want in and then i'll throw some random ones in maybe because bojack horseman one does deserve to be in and i agree one of my friends uh when the first season came out he's like this show is going to fail. And you know why? Because that's a terrible theme song and it's not catchy and it's awful. And I'm like, you've never been more wrong in your life. You shut up. 
and he and he was horribly wrong because six seasons later, it lived its full show and it's like up there with Breaking Bad as the one like some of the best shows ever. It's so good. It's oh, there. I mean, it's it's freaking amazing and so realistic and it's just you can't even judge it as an animated show. It's a it's a show. I still haven't finished the last season, which I disappointed oh. myself for that. But when you're watching 104. When you're watching 104 movies every month, every month for uh, masturbators, you don't get much time to watch your own oh. shit. Oh, I'm sure I could never be a regular on that. <laughs> I can because I actually have. I actually sit there while I'm working and watch all the movies. So <laughs> I just watched uh, *Requiem for a Dream* last night. Oh no! And, oh, I mean, oh, how was your? Don't talk to me. About, yeah, don't talk to me about that fucking. Oh god! That movie yeah. traumatized me for like half a month when I was young. Fucking samesies. I mean, all I have to say about that movie is drugs are bad. Okay. 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 Like, that's all I have to say about the movie. Because it's just, I mean, it's Jared Leto. I I shouldn't be, I mean, I shouldn't be surprised, but still. I was going to say, it's Darren Aronofsky. You shouldn't be surprised. All of his movies are fucking downward spirals of holy fuck. Yeah. I mean, that movie, all that movie is like a good movie to show your teenager so they don't do drugs. But. Or you could show them to show them really good cinematography and video editing. Yeah. But that movie was just like, like I, I literally kept checking to see how much longer of it was left so I can go to bed. But because I was just like, do I really want to keep watching this? Like, it's not good. Oh, come it's on. You got to get to ass to ass. Ass to <laughs> ass. Oh, that was actually the one scene I liked. But... <laughs> oh, jeez. Naturally. Because that's the kind of party I want to go to. Like, oof. I think my good friend C.A. Canoob will cook me up with some of those parties, but gotta love my hoe on the go, but we will be back on Tuesday with Phil from Yahoo Podcast. Kevin, where can they find you and all the random stuff you do? Uh, sometimes I'm on the Sip List Podcast hosted by Amanda Kohlhofer and sometimes Casey Box. And sometimes I'm on an evening movies hosted by Casey Box and sometimes Andy Co- and sometimes Amanda Kohlhofer, not Andy. <laughs> I don't know who Andy is. Andy's probably gonna be pretty pissed about that. It's the fucking Chucky shirt, bro. Hi, <laughs> exactly. Andy. <laughs> exactly. Uh and uh maniacal music muse maniacal music musings or maniacal musical musicings or maniacal musical musicifications amanda told you to do that didn't she (laughs) (laughs) hey i said it right almost the first time almost Uh, yeah close Uh, enough also kevin stoner on facebook kevin st1r on tiktok so that's like st1 which is o-n-e-r so it's kevin s-t-o-n-e-r st1r <laughs> i mean i guess it's better to be one r than one d because i mean you don't want those stds now but Ooh. but jancy where can they find you uh, naturally, they can find me in the Book of Faces, and uh, the, uh, of course, this glorious podcast, as well as the Bla- uh, Bracket Bastards podcast. Uh, uh, I'm on Instagram 
and TikTok under the Red Eye Roundtable and Twitter as uh, Red Eye Table. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's, I think that's what I got. Mm. Well, as you know, people, you can find us on Maniac- Paranormal New Normal slash Maniacal Music Musings podcast with the S Facebook group. You can find us on Twitter and the gram as that Juggalo Bastard. And you can find us on TikTok as Juggalo Bastard Podcast. And you can find us on YouTube just by searching the name Maniacal Music Musings. Until next time, listeners, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We'll be back Tuesday at our next live show, and we'll see you next week, listeners. Have a good one. Well, bye. Eat that mollusk. I'm just happy we alive in this bitch. Where the fuck we at now? A big ass yellow and green and purple and faggot ass pink mushroom field. Damn. Well, fuck it, let's go. Let's eat some of these bitches. Man, I never did before, but since we and eyes and all. That's what I'm saying. Well, at least walk while we eat. Come on. Thoughts fly away in a mushroom field. Randomly telling what's we feel. Filling my pockets because they worth the meal. And the kingdoms over them hills. Thoughts fly away in a mushroom field. Randomly telling what's we feel. Filling my pockets because they worth the meal. And the kingdoms over them hills. Let me go ahead and eat a few of these things. See if I can't hang. What you thinking about? Cigarettes, menthol only. To grow old with my kids and my homies. All the years on that pole so lonely. And all them crows shitting on me. What you thinking about? Making payments on the Batmobile. With the fat sound system and the 32 inch wheels. Everybody on the yellow brick jockin'. Well, I'm just smelling real slow. What you thinking about? Ain't the Mac, my homie from way back. Everybody got a homie like that. In fact, I hope he okay. I hope his mama doing good. You should call him. Maybe I should. What you thinking about? Daddy sitting on triple go dates. Sun shining on him and they sparkle up the pavement. People want to catch a glimpse and show respect. Now I'm the king, ruler over everything. What you thinking about? A fine bitch and some weed to smoke. I gotta have a little bit of puss to poke. You ain't no joke. A fat bag of draw and a hoe, and that's all you really need to know. What you thinking about? Titties, they come in all shapes and sizes. Each bitch with their own surprises. And if they only had one on their back when hitting doggy, you could suck on that. What you thinking about? Yeah, finishing off my Migo set and making that small dream an accomplishment. So I can find a new hobby like collecting skin, never removed from the package all men. What you thinking about? Bitches, that's what I'm thinking about. They clothes so tight, ass and titties looking so right. Stacks of cash, all kinds of tropical hats and hitting bloods to my last. Now what you thinking about? Well, your dead homie. Who you dead who? Who you dead who? Where I'm from is cool anyway. I'm just wondering when it's cold and shit dropping. I'm trying to get my gold six hopping. What you thinking about? Watching my favorite wrestling pay-per-views on a hundred-foot screen. Television too with the fast-forward button. I could fly past the jobbers while eating pizza, getting fat. What you thinking about? The wizard, I really hope he's there And he can help Jay get the fuck out of here I hear what you're saying, Crow Tim, what you think? Man, he better have some drinks, what you thinking about? Well, I'm thinking about going home And it's down this path we roam, come on Thoughts fly away in a mushroom field Randomly telling what's revealed Filling my pockets cause they work the And the kingdoms over them hills Thoughts fly away in a mushroom field Randomly telling Over them hills Thoughts fly away in a mushroom
ready to go in? First, tell us why you want to go home anyway. Yeah, won't you just stay with us in this fantasy ass? Fantasy? 